Well, hi there. Happy New Year to you. It's uh, Boomer, Phil Maine, and Millie is here, and uh, we're just going to hang out with you for a little bit this morning and talk a few random things. Stay with us. So this week it's a Boomer and Millie retrospective, introspective, some kind of spective. Isn't every time you look at anything retrospective? I suppose. 2023. I was thinking we can look back on 2023, but I want to think ahead to 2024. So what does that make this? I don't know. Let's talk about last year, 2023, and what we're looking forward to in 2024. Talk about nostalgia and talk about how to be happy, live a long, happy life, according to Dan Butner, a best-selling author. Okay? Sure. All right. Where do you want to start? The beginning. How do you feel in a word? How would you describe 2023? Fast. Fast? Yeah. yeah. It went really, really fast. It goes faster as you get older. Hmm. Have that to look forward to. I was going to say tiring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some most of it was good tiring, I, I like to think. It was. It was a very busy year for us because, well, as most of our listeners will know, we got married this year. We did. Went to Scotland. We did. Had a big reception. We did. Did a lot of things. Did all the things. Do you have a favorite adventure looking back on 2023? We Scotland. just said. Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. You know what I like better than Scotland? Get married. The actual wedding day. It was perfect. It was a perfect day. Yeah. So, but Scotland was also... It was pretty amazing. Flipping amazing. It really was. I don't know how we top that now. Um, well, I was thinking like New Zealand oh, in 2024. Got a plan? We could do Ireland 2025. Okay. You <laughs> know, you, like dream big. Do you have the money for this as well or just the dream? Oh, no, no, no. That was my other plan for 2024 was uh, win the lottery. Ah, okay. I might want to buy tickets, but. But, well, we're going to have to have some adventures. I think most of them are going to be local, though. Fine. I've got some ideas of some places I want to go on some of our well, adventures. I'll tell you where to go. There, I'm sure you will. There's a new, uh, well, I don't know if it's new, the brewery in Newstead apparently is absolutely stunning. Oh, yeah. No, that's not new. Well, it's, I mean, we haven't done it yet. Oh, I've done it. Oh, the the updated, it's no, all? No, no. That's what I'm no, talking about. No, I went there circa, ooh, early circa. to... Early 2000s, mm-hmm. um, dad worked there. Oh. And so I, you know, I got to wander around in the cellars and. Wow. It was it was really cool experience. Um, yeah, the bustling metropolis of Newstead. It's one of the things that I'd like to do. Sure. A lot. Do you have any places you really want to make sure that we get to on a Boomer and Millie adventure coming up in 2024? I think that. We should probably brave Grand Bend at some point, just because I haven't actually been, aside from driving through Grand Bend, uh-huh. I haven't explored Grand Bend since oh. I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I would love to drag you up to Southampton. There's some pretty cool museums up there. Yeah. And obviously the beach, the lighthouse. Oh, and I have to make you do the hundred and something steps up a few lighthouses. Easy the- schmeasy. Yeah, Sure. I'm going to talk to some local authors this month. We have the uh, folks from Huron County Museum coming in, which is one of my favorite places to go. I like that. So I'll drag you back there. It's a nostalgic time of year right now because we're right in the holidays. Of course, New Year's Day today. 
New survey asked people what ignites the most nostalgia during the holiday season for them. And what do you suppose the number one response was? Christmas? Decorating for Christmas? Yeah, more spending time with loved ones. It yeah. ignites the most nostalgia. Well, because we've been, you know, doing it every year yeah. our whole lives. Decorating the Christmas tree was a very close second, by the way. I just think that's nostalgia for me, especially if you're one of those families that have Christmas ornaments from like different times in your life. We did this a few times together. We haven't. Number three on the list was uh, going for a little bit of a trip to see all the holiday lights. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Holiday music, holiday movies, baking cookies, cooking holiday meals. Eating holiday meals. Yes. Holiday cards and vintage decorations. Yeah. Sometimes you pull the old... Tree decoration out and you just remember all the years? You kind of mentioned that when we talked about decorating the tree. All the years when all your decorations were made of wood. (laughs) See, for me, vintage is all my decorations were made of lead paint. (laughs) Oh, no. That explains some things. Hey. Some holiday traditions might only be done for the sake of nostalgia. In the same survey, 22% of people said they, well, they admitted, they confessed, they probably spend more time planning and putting up their decorations than they do actually relaxing and enjoying them once they're up. Now they're doing it wrong. My buddy Sean and I, yesterday, we were talking about some of the celebrities that we've lost Hmm. in 2023 and how impactful some of that was to he and I because they were people of our you know a lot of them of our generation the stars and the but of course there were some uh some people that were way way too young to be going to is there a, a most impactful celebrity death this past year for you well I know one that impacted you with Matthew Perry yeah that was really hard and I think is really hard for a lot of people especially in my generation just because kind of feels like a friend, yeah. right? No pun intended. Truly, truly. That to, to just lose suddenly is not not how you anticipate your year kind of rounding off. No. And it sure changes the dynamic of watching those reruns. Oh, now, my gosh. It? Does it ever? Yeah. For me, uh, I think the hardest, well, there were two that, well, I didn't, Matthew Perry affected me for sure. Tony Bennett, even though Tony was 90, what? Six. He was mid nineties, and everybody knew that he was not doing well. So there wasn't a shock, but it it still was super sad because I love Tony Bennett. But I think the one that just it gutted me was Lightfoot, Gordon yeah. Lightfoot. I don't think. Well, you remember, I walked around the house for a week singing Lightfoot songs, and was so moved by how like all the artists that I would cover a song, I know the most Lightfoot songs. You, you really do. I really and then do. because of that, that's how we ended up with Lightfoot being our wedding song unintentionally. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Performed by, of course, your father-in-law. Yeah. And it's a great song. Yeah. Beautiful by Gordon Lightfoot. I honestly, it has been such a year that has been so long and so short all at once that I honestly forgot that that even took place in this year. Mm-hmm. And I think with Tony Bennett, it was like when Benny White passed away. Yeah. We could have she lost. She could have been 150 exactly. and it still would have been too soon, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Andre Brower, too, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That was a shock because I don't think anybody knew that, but we loved him Yeah, in that show. Captain Raymond Holt. Yeah. And now we're back down the rabbit hole of rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, we are. 
Rosalind Carter, I think, yeah. was we watched her celebration of life, funeral, we whatever did. you want to call it. It was really, really beautiful. Norman and I think Lear. you learned a few things that you didn't know about her. 100% I did, yeah. So that was kind of cool. There's Norman Lear, and yeah, it's a long list. We don't need to... This is getting melancholy really fast. Yeah, it is. The truth is, is just there were too many, and so we're going to forget some. So, And that's getting sad, so let's not be sad anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Any resolutions for 2024? What are you looking forward to? Not be sad. Not be sad is a not good one. Not be sad. That is a good one. <laughs> I think we would like to be more present. Yes. In 2024. Yep. And try to make the most of the time we've got. I saved this to share with you. Dan um, Butner, I believe, is how it's. He's a best selling author. Butner. Huh? Butner. Butner. <laughs> Anyone? Apparently, he's uh, uh, traveled the globe studying people. Uh, who've lived long, happy lives. And in a recent interview, he laid out the top eight habits of the world's happiest people. So if your goal this year is to be happy, here are some things you can do. Get at least eight hours of sleep. The happiest people sleep eight to nine and a half hours a night, according to Dan Butner. I would love, that's one of my resolutions actually, is to learn how to sleep again. Mm. Eat a plant-based breakfast is number two. Stay away from too much meat and dairy in the morning. Sugary cereal, of course, isn't good either, but uh, as much plant-based breakfast as possible. What would that be? That's what I was just thinking. Plant-based breakfast. Just like whole wheat breads and things? Perhaps. Number three of the eight things to be happy in 2024, socialize. Uh. The more the better, ideally with people you actually like. (laughs) I don't think, I think that this Dan must have been an extrovert. Maybe. We socialize a fair bit. Number four, volunteer. I see that over and over again. It's so important. People who do tend to feel happier, more satisfied with their lives and have fewer symptoms of depression. Volunteer. I spend a good 12 hours a day with an elderly gentleman. Is that volunteer? That's not volunteering. That's oh. being married to him. Oh. Uh, number five is take naps. Quick power naps, actually. 30 minutes or less leave us more focused, creative, productive. Yes, that's on top of the nine and a half hours that he wants ah, you to get every night. What? Yeah. Good to have realistic You'll be happy, goals. but you'll be asleep. Yeah. Um, have faith is on the list. Interesting. And it doesn't matter what you believe in. Studies show people who are religious or faithful are more likely to describe themselves as very happy. Number seven, limit TV and social media. Boy, do we talk about that a lot. Mm -hmm. Can we do it? The ideal amount is no more than 30 minutes a day of each. So that's one show and a quick skim of your favorite social media platforms. Mm -hmm. I think what we're trying to say is listen to more radio. Yeah, Yeah. podcasts too. Mm -hmm. And podcasts. And number eight, and this one is not doable, I don't think, for most of us. It's just uh, don't work full time. What? According to Dan Butner, best-selling author, you won't be happy if you can't make ends meet, of course, but in a perfect world, part-time is better. People who work less than 35 hours a week tend to be the happiest overall. 
Right. Can't come into work today. I need to be happy. That's right. Uh, so as far as resolutions go, I'm going to say it out loud on the podcast, and then anybody that listens to it can hold me accountable. I need I need to lose some weight. I'm not a, a guy who pushes or promotes or thinks diets are a great thing. I just want to feel better. Is this your subtle way of telling me we're getting rid of the cats? <laughs> That's not the weight I need to lose. Just no. checking. So, yeah, that's it. Lose a little bit of weight for me so that I can just, just, I'm tired all the time. I'm tired of being tired. That's because you work full time. That could be. (laughs) Do you have any favorite moments from the podcast this past year? This sounds really cheesy. I'm most blessed by all the things we learned from people. True. You know, there were some... Obviously, I guess there were some favorite guests, and we won't mention maybe which ones were favorite guests, but baby cows. You love the baby cows, didn't mm-hmm. you? So, mm-hmm. Glenn and Vanda, you like the visit to their farm a lot. All of the adventures where I got to see animals. Yeah. So, you like Katrina's farm as well, then? Petting the pigs. I got adopted by a farm cat, observing the duck and chickens from afar. Mm hmm. Getting zapped by an electric fence. I like all the ones where we got food. (laughs) Of course you do. Uh, You know, coastal coffee and grassroots farm and uh, strawberry uh, from Morrison's and Mm. eat local Huron in the meeting place. Amazing local food. And of course, Celtic Festival. We did that one. And um, Lee from the theater and um, Neil Aitchison. So great. I said I wasn't going to do this because I'd forget somebody and I'm going to stop right now. But Culbert's was our first one. (laughs) There I I go again. Got lots to look forward to. I'm excited about that. And probably just should say thank you. Well, to all the guests, not just the, yeah, all the people that came in and did... uh, did podcast with us and taught us so much about all the things and who allowed us like the fact that Glenn and Vanda let us go hang out at their farm for a better part of a what two three hours we mm-hmm. were there and that was that was really fun and we had a lot of experiences like that and I'm grateful for that and really grateful for the people that have listened and to everyone that randomly accosts me out in the world and says oh you must be Millie <laughs> like, I know it's fun hi right? well I think I've we been caught we say it a lot, but we are really grateful that we get to do this. We're grateful for where we live. Grateful that our family's all doing well. Any grateful thoughts? for a life that's good. Well, short and sweet to kick off the new year. Thank you so much for making 2023 such an amazing year for us. All the encouragement through your follows of the podcast and sharing it with your friends. We are so excited about the coming year with you. We thought that because it was so beautiful and reflective that we would repeat a song from our Christmas special last week on the way out this week. It's The Parting Glass and Old Lang Syne played by our friend Kieran Milady as we say so long to 2023 and cheers to 2024. Let's make it the best year ever. <laughs>